Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a comedian stomping a psychopath in southwest London on the most beautiful day in the world. There's a lot of white cloud in the sky, but it sort of sort of reminds me of a, of a, a constable painting. Uh, steady on, if you misheard that word. Um, it, it looks beautiful, absolutely beautiful in the sky up there. It would make a, it would make a lovely uh, landscape painting to hang in one of London's art galleries. Uh, <clears throat> and it is warm. The sun is shining on the side of my face as I walk along and lots of people cycling and jogging on the back track this lunchtime. I hope you've got away from your desk. Hope you're having a little wander. Stretch the legs, stretch the arms, stretch everything. Put your laptop away for just 10 minutes and pay attention to what's directly in front of you. Welcome to Walk the Pod. going to go as far as to say it's the most beautiful day in the world today on the bike track. Uh, I hope you're having a nice one. I am looking forward to seeing the kids later on. I've got a busy afternoon at work. It's a busy week. I'm having busy weeks. Yesterday was absolutely ridiculous. I felt like I'd absolutely fallen off a cliff when I got home. I was so tired. That's one of the things about having a new job is that a Monday can just be a lot. Just an enormous amount of information coming at me from all directions. And I'd already recorded the podcast at lunchtime, so I felt like I didn't have that sort of opportunity to just fill my brain with other stuff for 10 minutes. But today, it's actually been quite chill so far which is lovely. There's a tiny tot on the cycle path ahead, totting along and seems to have an enormous stick that uh, the tiny tot is waving around with abandon, so I'm kind of hoping no actual cyclists come past because they're going to have to go round. <laughs> I'm sure they will go round, but feels like the tiny tot is owning the psychopath in a way that a grown adult would struggle to do. And I wonder whether the cats are out. There's also a tiny dachshund or something behind. Also on the psychopath. People are not leaving the psychopath for cyclists today. They are taking over it with their feet and their pups. And um, I've been reading a bit more of the Mindful Thoughts for Walkers book, which I have found very fascinating. I've finished it now. It's not very long. Not very long at all. But it's got some really good stuff in it. One of my favourite things that Adam Hart writes about in this book is about how when you see another person on the cycle path or on your walk, wherever you are, you can think to yourself, there goes the centre of another world. 
which is uh, it's quite a nice idea. I really like that. Looking at another person as the centre of another world. There's quite a few centres of other worlds around me right now. A couple of cyclists, a few pedestrians. Realised the other day I was talking about the highway code overhaul and said, as of now, pedestrians have more rights than larger vehicles, if you can call a pedestrian a vehicle, which you can't, uh, at junctions and so on. Actually, I'm not sure that's actually come into force yet. I think it's going to happen in the autumn, uh, pending parliamentary approval. So, just... Don't go straying all over the road now on my say-so quite yet. Otherwise I shall get into trouble. Had some more sketches from Tristan Mitchell through today for the new Walk the Pod artwork, so that's very exciting. We seem to have uh, we seem to have hatched an actual plan for the new artwork now, so that will be progressing this week, which is very, very exciting. And what really surprises me at the moment is that there appear to be some quite, quite black blackberries on this bush. I don't believe you could eat them. I think they'd be pretty sour, but, but they look reasonably good to go, you know? smell something floral on the air and I can't tell whether it's somebody who's just walked past me's perfume or something coming from further afield. If only I was a rhino. I learnt from my friends at Save the Rhino a while ago that rhinos see with their noses so they can smell things and they can also identify how long ago that smell actually happened as it were and so they could you know if they could talk they could say to you yes well a a mongoose passed this way about four days ago uh, not quite sure whether mongooses and rhinos cohabit but anyway you know what I mean they could tell you what had passed by in recent days and when which is amazing I struggle to even be sure where the things I can smell are coming from right now, let alone two weeks ago. I definitely don't have that much of a sense of smell at all. There's a gate clanging in the background over there. Some kind of summer camp, football camp happening in Wimbledon Chase Primary School over there. You can see small children running about in orange bibs. And it's a sort of afternoon. 
where I would absolutely love to just go and sit in a pub for a few hours, have a pint, not really do any of the rest of my work. Um, but that's a reflection of what kind of day it is, not a reflection of how conscientious I'm feeling. I feel, I feel motivated to go back to work, but just such a beautiful day, you know? There's kids in pink bibs behind the ones in orange bibs. Learned recently that uh, the lion, my daughter, is, uh, has been put into a football team. So we'll shortly be joining the Wimbledon Little League and has been doing some training at home with her brothers. So that'll be, that'll be very, very entertaining. being a footballer. You've got a lot of jostling and other kids pushing you and wanting wanting to get the ball off you. She was finding that quite challenging when we went to trials, but I think now she feels a little bit braver, having received some expert coaching. So we'll see. We'll see how she does. I have uh, a couple of messages from the mothership to play you. Uh, mothership, listening to podcasts from a few days ago and reflecting on the Picasso moment, and also to treating anxiety. Hi, Rach. Just out for my walk, catching up with your podcast. Um, there's a couple of things which I've caught up with that I had a lot to catch up with, I'm afraid. Um, one is the talking about the amygdala and being afraid of things. Um, and when I was uh, working in psychiatry a long time ago, we had two ways of helping people to come to terms with their fears. One was to uh, gently expose them to them um, so that they could each time perhaps build up a little bit of uh, a bit more acceptance of something that was that they found very hard and the other way is called flooding where you expose them to the worst their worst nightmares all at once but for long enough for it to actually change the way they feel and as a very novice student i was given the job of taking this gentleman who was afraid of going on the tube on the longest tube journey there was, which was about an hour and 20 minutes or something um, at the time. And I can just remember, I was more anxious and uptight than he, well, I was anxious and uptight because people go through this huge curve up to the most anxiety they can possibly feel. And when it gets to such a pitch, it does start to tail off. But if you're in charge of them, which I was at the time, and very novice and very inexperienced. I think it was a terrifying experience and why they sent me, I do not know. I think by the time we came back, he was less anxious about being on the tube, but I wasn't. Anyway, that's one little gem, following with another one, if you bear with me. Bye. Uh, and the other one was about your Picasso moment. And I was uh, chatting to one of my very experienced 
um, ex well, she was an ex-college co colleague because I've left work, um, who is a psychiatric nurse and has worked for the dementia team that I worked in for many years and prior to that on wards. And she was saying to me the other day, she said, yes, she said, my gut instinct with uh, this person was so-and-so. And I said, hang on a minute. <laughs> I said, we call it gut instinct, but if you think about it, it is literally 20 years of built experience of this illness. And of course you get more and more able to spot what's going on. So I think it's, if we could all learn to say it's out of our experience rather than gut instinct, I think it sounds better. And certainly if you're trying to present something to a psychiatrist, that's the way to go. They don't like gut instinct. Um, and it's like the police force who say, I've got a gut instinct about this, you know. Well, it's not, it's built up of years of experience. So just a couple of examples of things I thought of when you were talking about that. So I'm going now, bye. Thank you, the mothership. Excellent. Excellent voice notes there. Thank you for those. And yes, makes complete sense. Um, it's difficult to quantify what 20 years of experience is once it's sort of settled into your brain. Feels like a gut instinct. Uh, my experience tells me might be better. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and yeah, I think for you, I think it will be a yeah, a couple of hours. There we are. I have reached the end of the bike track and beyond. In fact, I seem to what I, what I seem to be doing now is walking beyond the bike track to just walk past where my new flat is, in the hope that it will be my new flat and that it all goes through. Okay. Hope you're having a nice day. It's been a bit of a bit of a sort of low energy one from me today. But here's hoping the energy levels will pick up as I get a bit more used to what I'm doing at work and so on. You can send me a walking report if you want to. You can go to rachelwheelyisfunny.com. You can leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. You can send me an email. Rach at rachelwheelie.com You can do any of these things to get in touch and you can join the Walk the Pod Walking Club at patreon.com forward slash funny if you want to and I'll be back with episode 12 Walk the Pod tomorrow hopefully with a little bit more pep in my step as it were and and then we have episode 13 and 14, and then next week we'll be starting the new format, series 18, of Monday to Friday podcast episodes. I have decided that I'm going to do three weeks podcast episodes, so it'll be 15 episodes a series. So series 18 will be 15 episodes of 10 minutes to pay attention what's directly in front of you a day. Uh, 15 opportunities, one after the other, for you to get away from your desk at lunchtime. So let me know how you're getting on with that. And 
we'll be pressing on into August. Pressing on, always pressing on. It's one of the things that uh, I'm sort of striving against really is the relentless pressing on. Uh, because when we're pressing on, we are not getting a chance to dawdle. And I think dawdling is it's really what it's all about. Dawdling, taking some time to smell the roses, uh, as some people would put it. And just enjoy this imperfect day rather than building relentlessly towards some kind of glorious future. Thank you for walking with me and I'll be back with episode 12 tomorrow.